0: (laughs) Oh shit I'm Lauren And I'm Annie Welcome Welcome to to Burf Barf Barf, Where everything is perfectly planned And everything goes as you want it to Your favorite scripted podcast (laughs) (laughs) Exactly Well hey Here I am With a story to tell That I enjoy Uh, uh, We're on a a whole new trajectory Of Lauren's where Lauren doesn't try to hurt me. <laughs> She's only kind of grumpy. <laughs> I, was I was not. I was not. I'm saying that is like, yeah. Comparatively? Comparatively, yeah. Can't you see? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. A whole our new race with me. You should do our Patreon shout out. I will. This month, we'd like to thank an anonymous donor. Donor. Who has an interest in in uh, Napa? And all things fine. And all things fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, spice. Uh, also, I'm looking to release this as a doubleheader episode the same day as our Barclay Fall Classic episode. Yeah. So if you're listening to this at the same time as the BFC episode, know that this these two events were five days apart. <laughs> <laughs> Coming at you with the one two punch, just as it came at us. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and also, I uh, the other episode we called out that it's our two year birth of our birthday, uh, so <laughs> want to say that again. I it's like It's our it. birthday, two year birthday. Yeah, it's our two year birthday. Uh, we'll be doing like a Patreon special where uh, if you become a Patreon or become a Patreon, no matter what level, we'll send you a big old sticker. Yeah. So uh, come with us. Come along. Join the, join the club. Join along the family. On my journey. Um, but yeah, today we're talking about the United States Adventure Racing Association Adventure Race Nationals. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> too many words. I know, I wanted to do no acronyms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. But a 30 hour adventure race. Uh, she barely convinced me to do it. That this. you had to qualify for. Also, that is false. If you. If you look at the tapes, you were the first one that was like, "We should totally do it." Yeah, when I thought it was a twelve-hour race, false. Yeah. Yeah, because you thought it was a tw- you distinctly after doing the first twelve-hour adventure race, you said, "I think that's the longest I would ever want to do it." But I really want. Or you? No, said, I would never you- dare say a sentence like that. You said twelve hours was the longest I would want to do, and yes. then separately, you were like. I really want to do nationals. I did. And then, like, a couple days later... I didn't know it was 30 hours. A couple days later, I said, nationals is 30 hours, and you were like, I would do 30 hours. I don't think I said I would do 30 hours. I I I think I said something like, oh, damn, all right. I don't think I gave you any enthusiasm for 30 hours. No, you did not give me any enthusiasm, but you signed off. Luckily, I only spent maybe 27 minutes... In the dark, yeah. dark depths yeah. of this let's, race. Let's get into it. Let's fucking do it. Ah! Ah! <laughs> so excited. Yeah. What a fun fucking weekend. It was awesome. Um, I don't even like know where to start. I guess we should start with Mika. Let's start with Mika. I want to skip all the boring parts, because I have ADHD. Uh, we registered. It was complex yeah. and a room full of shit. We signed a million things, Just paid so... for a million things, yeah. took a bunch of socks, and left. Um... Waited for Mika to arrive. Lauren was <laughs> anxious. Annie was gassy. Mika was enthralled. <laughs> uh, Mika arrived not long after we registered. Um, and I, I I, was not myself. I was too... I was just... We were both nervous. I was turned all the way up. I was worried about getting to bed early enough, which we did not. I was worried about like fixing my bike, my computer, my pack. I mean, things just weren't exactly flowing on the setup. And I almost feel like there, it, n- nothing was flowing, but nothing was going wrong either. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I kind of went to bed that night thinking, like, you know, because I think we went to bed at, what, ten, 11? Ten, it was almost
1: 11?
0: 10.30 yeah. for a 4 a.m. wake up. And it was, it was one of those things where nothing went wrong, but we had so much shit to get We had together. too much to do. This is something that, I don't know, if you're adventure racers, uh, I'm sure that you have your shit dialed. But if you don't and you want to enter the world of adventure racing, what I should have done in retrospect is had my entire setup on my bike and then practiced on it the way I needed it to be set up. Because the funny thing about adventure racing is you take all your expensive gear, take your Garmin from your bike, your Garmin from your watch, throw it all in a pile and leave it at home. You buy a $7 bike computer, put it on your bike try to get it to calibrate, and you wear a Timex that you bought at Walmart for $7. Along the way. Along yeah. the way. So I think I would have, I definitely would have done my setup before I rode again. So I did do my, like, bag setup and everything beforehand and wore my Adventure Race pack. You did. Like, and it didn't help me much at all. So. Well, and also I ended up not using the pack that I brought. I brought the Ultimate Direction Largest, largest Leader uh, Fast Pack, Packed it all up and then it was just like a giant fucking turtle shell on me. I it looked like I was gonna tip over. With like twine for yeah, for, for straps. It was yeah. just not the right thing and I did see some of those on the course. I don't know how you guys are doing it. I would I would I would love to know because you've gone through the fast pack and trying to fit it into everything. Yeah. Like and it's never Don't quite tell the right people because i 'cause I'm gonna try to sell it to them. <laughs> well t- Although, don't be discouraged if uh, from buying Lauren's fast pack, because the one thing you haven't tried it for... Is fast packing. <laughs> yep. That's actually so, true. So, we're, we're calling so, out. So, yeah. luckily and oddly, Mika came with three different bags. She came with a jacquine waist bag that has a two liter bladder in it and then a top bag which was by raid light which has this sweet functionality that's so weird but i i want one so badly it has like a pouch that you can either clip into the back or or, like flip it over your head and have like a bag in the front which maybe most of the time you think i don't want that weight in the front but one it provides really nice counterbalance between the front and the back like I don't know about you, but, like, when I wear a normal pack, by the time I've gone any sort of miles, oh, it's yeah. just, like... It's After just like, six hours, yeah, it, you want to kill yourself. Yeah. Um, but adventure racing, I feel like all I want is a million pockets in the front, and Mika just had this giant yeah. in the Yeah, I want to fill it to the brim with puppy chow and just lean my face <laughs> yeah. in it. Yeah, and just be like... Yeah. Uh, fun... And I don't know if you realize, but the Osprey that you ended up using, a friend of hers that had done adventure racing, right. just let her borrow it. Yeah. So thank you to that person. I hope Mika washes yeah. that because I made it a funky man. Oh man, I turned that thing into a pile of blue jeans. I've never, I've never used the word musk <laughs> so many times in one weekend. Like we what were is this musky. New musk? We were musky as hell. Whew. I mean, it was eighty seven degrees or more and sunny. And was it really that hot? Oh yeah, I didn't realize. Oh yeah, because it, if it's over fifty eight, I'm hot. So True. It just it's like it's either it's either hot or, or it's an another okay temperature, temperature yeah. for me. Well, luckily, so Mika had another pack, and I ended up using the Osprey, and it, it was dope. It was so comfy. It had a huge waist pack. It had the great feature that Ospreys have, where the, it keeps the there's a mesh sort of wall that keeps the actual pack away from your back which Which is is so good for so many reasons yeah and the out there adventure pack that i wore has like pads on it that also keeps it from lying flush on your back which Mm -hmm. is nice for keeping your back cooler as well as not heating your bladder up to body temperature which is is another random nice side effect is not drinking body mine was like that too It was really nice so we were jazzed to meet her She was just on board for, like, us just speed wrapping and speed packing, and she was just like, yeah, okay, ah, and just, like, along for the ride. Yeah. I don't think I fully, like, let myself get to know her at all until, like, a whole day later. uh, Hour eight. Hour eight. Yeah, I agree. I agree. a little earlier. A little earlier, but not until mid-race. And I have to get... We're gonna give Mika a shit ton of credit this whole episode, but I have to give her credit from right at the beginning. Like, we didn't have to... Because if it was me, I think I would be asking about every single thing. I would be like, what about this packet of goo? What about, like, what about this tablet? Like, should I take six Advil or four? Right. And Mika, like, really just got, like, her shit together all by herself. And, like, really, I mean, what questions did she ask while she was packing? I think it was like, oh, yeah, while we're biking, we'll have to carry our running shoes, right? Thank God someone thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) But, like... You know what I mean? There wasn't yeah. like any small discussion. Which, by the way, was question. 90% of the race. <laughs> mm. yeah. Next time I will find a way to strap shoes to my bicycle. Yeah. It's so much more weight. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so that was all the night before. And so, we woke up at four. Yeah. Um, which was the right time to get up. It was. Uh, we, for an 8 a.m. start. Which is. Uh, well, it's orienteering. So. Two hours of that, four hours, is Annie just looking at maps. I mean, us two. Yes, yeah, so we got the maps at 6 for an 8 a.m. start, which I was actually really relieved about because last year I think they had maps for like 45 minutes <gasps> before they started. But they don't seem to need it. They like pour over it a little bit uh, and no one writes anything know, down. And people were like, we heard people like chatting and we're like, we were just bad? like, oh my we were God. frantic. Yeah, so definitely have a system for plotting points, so... Uh, So you get your maps, which, let's back up. The maps are two, two, count them, one and two maps, each of which are three foot by by four foot. foot. You could wrap two babies in it. I don't know why we needed to carry space blankets, because (laughs) they gave us two. Um, And also, so they lined up north and south, so essentially the full area that we covered on a one by 2400 map, is three feet across. <laughs> now I swear I do it because <laughs> because I tell you because not to. we've talked about it. It's three feet across. Uh huh. And eight feet down. Yeah. Map wise. Yeah, that's, that's like insane. the whole area. Yeah, that's taller than a Nanny. Yeah, that's taller. That's bigger than me. Yeah, in all dimensions, <laughs> like. It's it just it's boggles insane. my mind to think about. So we get these maps, they don't have the points plotted on them. So you get uh coordinates to plot the actual points on there, which that's a thing that you can fuck up. Um definitely have a system for doing it faster next time because I I ended up taking like probably an hour probably an hour of the two hours at least. I was still plotting when they did I the know. free race talk yeah. at seven or seven yeah. thirty. This is seven thirty. Seven thirty. So it took me, like, an hour and 15 just to plot the points because I was going back and forth between the book Mm -hmm. and the plotting tool and just making sure that I didn't fuck it up and just being, like, you know. um, But I was plotting the points while Mika and Lauren were plotting out the, like, road sections. So there's a lot of road on this course, so we were trying to get turn-by-turns down, which all got fucked up when there was five minutes to eight, a guy comes out into the patio of the ski chalet that we're working on, and he says... P.S. High country and low country roads are completely off limits, which is the only way we have to get from the north to so the south. So essentially it was like, oh, the, the main way that seems like the easiest way to go, that isn't accessible to you. So we had to completely rewrite our turn-by-turns. But in the end, as we know from being on the course, there is only one way to go according to the race. Yeah. You know, like, it, there was a lot... I mean, we can get into that later, but the, the course was marked was pretty In a lot of in a lot of places compared ways, to what we are used to and expecting. expecting. yeah trying much harder but like there were like keep you know the there were the, there's a race going on signs which were confidence markers essentially yeah. um and I definitely expected the navigation to be a lot more difficult but between like uh I'll say the simplicity of the route although that's a little bit of a disservice but um between the route design and being behind a lot of the teams, like a lot of the seep- the checkpoints, like there was a heavily trafficked That's trail true. that That's went true. to the thing. Yeah, um, which so like there was a lot of like uh, I'll say easy outs navigation mm-hmm. wise, mm-hmm. which ended up lulling me to not paying right. as much attention when I needed to later. But so we get so we're planning our route and everything. We we were able to get a whole route marked mm-hmm. beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Which I'm super proud of, because usually, usually I can get, like, half done or maybe three quarters done before either, A, uh, time runs out, or B, and more likely, my attention wanes, where I'm sure. like, I'm tired of staring yeah, at this Yeah, I can't thing. look at this I anymore. Don't, I don't, It doesn't mean anything but to me. But this is also where we realized that Mika had a very good sense of direction. Yeah. Because we were plotting the map, and we were doing routes, and she was just finding the best routes immediately so quick, and we were marking them and, like, just, she was already working well with us immediately. Like, yeah. Like, she was calling out the turns, and I was writing them down furiously, and she was, like, marking the map, and I was marking south to north, and she was marking north to south until we met the, our pink markers together. It was just... Yeah. It was glorious. Until you were tip to tip. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, there was something else on the map. Anyways, uh, so we... They did the pre-race talk. We had a few, uh, a little bit of remaining time before the start came. The start was at the Appalachian Ski Mountain, or App Ski Mountain. Uh, and the very first part of the course was... Uh, to climb a fucking ski to mountain. To go up the sky... A sky a ski up, ski, Ski Sky? A, yep. <laughs> oh, good. The birds in your wall are still alive. <laughs> uh, I was worried. Was, was to go up the ski hill to where we had dropped our bikes off early in the morning. So, the ski hill was a gnarly way to start. Yeah. Um, but it was great. We sang the anthem and they blew up a firework? They, they called it a cannon, but yeah. I, think, I it, think it was a firework. It was a firework. Um, it scared it, the boob out of all of us. Um, and then we headed up the ski hill like most, pretty much every race that we do. We were last. Yeah, we were last. And Mika, uh, I think, was struggling a little bit on that first ski hill. And it was kind of one of those things where it was like, yeah, I mean. This is hard. This is, and just a lot of level setting. And we were very open before the event to say like, hey, like, open communication is key. Yeah, like, let us know. Yeah, and so we took our time going to ski I'm going to go all balls in here and say, I was worried for Mika in yeah. the first ten minutes, and it was not even a smidgen an indicator of what Mika is capable of, or what was to come, or what was to come. So I had a small moment of panic where I thought, "If we have to drag your poor dead body through this course, you're it's gonna, not going to be much fun. It's for not going to be much fun for you or us." And it had it was not at all how things went. So we picked up our bikes at the top of the hill and uh, biked to where the prologue is, which if you remember from our previous adventure racing experience, uh, the We prologue, get caught off by it. We yeah. get a little yeah. thrown off by the prologue. Yeah. So the prologue at this event, um, or the prologue typically is to space out the team so everybody's not like, like, like on, on top of course. each other. It's yeah. just to spread everybody out. And... Typically, it's just one short leg. Yes. Um... Mind you, uh we had told Mika prior to the event, you know, she was she wanted to make sure that she understood what was expected of her and what she needed to refresh herself on. And we had said like you don't need to do any navigation because I'm the prim- uh-huh. I'm the prime navigator. Uh-huh. We and we like, it. We said got it, it. We've said it We've five got times. It. Like, Lauren and I've got it. If Annie doesn't have it, Annie and Lauren do. Already, you know, in the mapping section, it was like, Oh thank goodness Mika has just like a good good spatial skill. Yeah. Um, so we get to the prologue, and they hand us three copies of the map, and there's three checkpoints to get, and we're like, uh, we had already seen other teams, like, where there was one teammate, like, oh, running. We were, yes, we were riding in towards the lake, and we were like, why are these teams split up? This is cheating. Why are people alone on the road? And I was furious. <laughs> I was furious. And so we asked, uh, can you split up? And they were like, Yeah. We encourage you to right. And so there's three maps. It's, and not three even, checkpoints. it's not even checkpoint one. It's a, B, and c, the prologue checkpoints to the beginning of the race. uh so it was like an hour and a half uh on this section before we even got to checkpoints. but anyways, so we're deciding an hour and a half total holy, I mean, holy hell. well, no I think it might have been. Up until that point, maybe, okay, like on okay. the race, but um, we divvied them up just perfectly. Yes, which was refreshing. So, for, so first off, I give Lauren a map, and I'm like, "You go get this one." And I think you like. I honestly felt like you forgot like your skill set for a second because you were like, "I don't know how." Like, I, was, I don't know, and I was like, I was just thinking, it's on, it's on trail. Like, oh, I know the trail. But now. I was just, dis- I was so disoriented yeah. and panicked. Yeah. So when someone was like, "You go alone." when I'm in the middle of a race where I'm like, like, I am like, oh, great, it's a teamed event. I will be fine. And they're like, no, Lauren, you go. You go alone. alone. And I was just like, (laughs) no. And then, so you had, uh... I had at least a one-mile, at least 1,000-foot climb on the yeah. gravel road. So you got the big uh, on-trail climb, yep. which was perfect. Yep. I took the one that was off-trail that did require navigation, mm-hmm. but was probably in the, I, I might have had the shorter one. And then Mika had the one that was a little bit, I, it was probably equidistant to yours, oh, really? but it was flatter mm. and on-trail. So at first Mika and I had like a short section that we were both headed in the same direction. She had no problems navigation-wise. I don't I don't think she had any hesitation there. Um, and for half a second, I thought because I thought my leg might have been shorter, I was like, maybe Mika should go get the off trail one, and I should go to the wow. longer one. that would have been a wild card. And it because it was shorter, like on the I mean, it was quite okay. a bit shorter. And then I got the, and then as I got my CPOs, like, nope, we executed this and made these decisions. Right, the everybody perfectly. went with their strong suit. So I got back to the transition area first. Lauren came shortly after me. We changed back from our running stuff into our biking stuff, and shortly after that, Mika came up. So. Yeah it end up working really well. So that was just the fucking prologue. So, yeah, and I was running with a guy on the way back from my checkpoint, and he was like, he was like, this is the longest prologue I've ever experienced. It, he was like, we're an hour and 20 minutes in, and we're not even to one. It was shocking. Yeah. It was shocking. And it would be hours before we were at one. Yeah. Um, also for a frame of reference, so it's a 30-hour long uh, event, And there was 33 points for the whole event. So if you think about that, which I had already considered as soon as they said how many checkpoints there were. I mean, you're getting maybe a checkpoint an hour if you're really good. Which at a traditional orienteering event or even a row game, I think it's, I would put it more in like the 20 to 30 minute Mm -hmm. category Mm -hmm. at most, Mm -hmm. you know. So it was, and luckily uh, our mentor, Laura Comtois, had given us. Comtois. I got, I got you. Thank Thank you, I got you, girl cool toys. Uh, uh she had said like really prep your mentality for it being much longer before checkpoints. And right. that was very It important. actually didn't hurt me. Yeah. I thought it was gonna break my brain to not have that constant like dopamine rush of like we found it, we found it, we found it. And it ended up just being more about the race itself yeah. and not about the like hits that you get from like being like, Yay, because it was so much on-trail stuff, that there wasn't really, like, that usual dopamine rush of, we found a thing deep buried at the bottom of the reentrant, It was just like, it's at the intersection of two roads, we found it. This event was about the grind. It was about the grind, and that was okay yeah. for me. I was okay with that. That was, and I think the event, and I think that's one of the things that helped experience-wise, is maybe this Nationals was different than... Uh, previous nationals, just based on hearing other racers talk about it, but as far as, like, our team experience Mm -hmm. and uh, composition, Mm -hmm. I felt like this was, like, this was, like, a lot of the pieces of this weekend were still familiar to us. Like, you and I know Mm -hmm. the long grind, even if it's Mm -hmm. not, I'm not used to, like, bike riding a shit ton, I'm still used to being like, okay, settle into doing this one thing for right. a long time. Right. I think that's definitely a skill that I felt comfortable using other than a few low points where I was just like, Why why panic? Yeah. You'll get through it. Right. Who cares? And all and we ended up talking about this quite a bit during the event too. The whole thing ended up feeling very different because it's way different to say, Hey, what can you get done in thirty hours? Mm-hmm. versus can you do this thing in 30 hours? So yeah, so we like, talked about the difference mentally with running 100 miles and doing this race. And there's something kind of oddly empowering about them being like, this section is completely voluntary. Yeah. It's not mandatory. And just being like, oh, we're not going to do that. Right. Because there was eight mandatory checkpoints. So, I mean, technically you could have done eight checkpoints and been done with the event. Although I have to say, even if you just did the eight mandatory checkpoints, you, you were, were still, still covering the bulk. 120 miles. At you least. You were doing the bulk of yeah. the mileage, yeah. Um, so we do the prologue and we settle back into our bikes for uh, a pretty long bike stretch um, to go down to where the paddle was. Um, we, we, had, we had made a route on the map that would have taken kind of a gamble on some unimproved routes to get down to the paddle area. Mm -hmm. And we got to an intersection in town, and there was a race in progress sign, and -hmm. we saw a bunch of teams turning the other way. Mm -hmm. And we were kind of like, well, I think we were kind of, I think we were still going to maybe go for it. So we were checking the map. Yeah. um, And then uh, a gentleman drove by. I'll just say a gentleman drove by and was like, You guys are going to get, you need to go that way or you're going to get stuck behind a lot of private roads. And we're just kind of like, okay, and went kind of the way that everybody else did. But I was kind of surprised because. In the end, I'm a little bit bummed about this. Yeah, and it may have been, I don't know, like, it turns out I like taking the chance to fuck up. Yeah. And I mean, we, I mean, it just. Maybe we would have been miserable, but. Maybe, but for a long stretch of this race, we were like, when does the adventure come? Because so far this feels like, not even a gravel grinder, this feels like a bicycle road race. Yeah, and I don't, I mean, and I haven't looked at like anybody else's GPX files or anything to compare, but it felt like there was one way to go all Mm -hmm. day. And like, having read previous national race reports, I feel like there was definitely mention of like, we took a gamble on taking this route and yeah. it paid off or we took a gamble and yeah. we fucked the whole thing right. up. Right, so we kind of, we thrive in that weird realm. Although, yeah. we're mean, not very good at it. We're not <laughs> very good at it but like that's part of the fun is like we get to a road that stops being a road. We've done that a million times. Yep. Um, But in the end, we took the path more traveled by. (laughs) We took the path all traveled. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Got to the paddle section. Well, and I should before the paddle section we had um, because uh, we're in Boone, North Carolina, which you haven't mentioned yet. Um, Just on the, I'll say, casual part of the day. there was like some huge rollers. So like, yeah, I mean, remember that one dirt road that was so punchy that we had to take a break at the top? Like there was a lot of climbing. Yeah. One thing we forgot to mention that is super important. So almost right out the gate at the start or after we did the prologue, um, we did a five mile downhill section on Globe Road outside of uh, blowing Rock, North Car- North Carolina. And they had told us in the pre-race meeting, Hey, there's uh, a speed limit here. You, you can't exceed 25 miles an hour. You sh- you could. You shouldn't. And you will go, if you go off the side of the, the road, you might be, be picking up pieces of you for a week. That's what they said. So they also let us know that... That is true. So that because uh, we would be coming back the same way, that meant we had a 2,100-foot climb... Mm-hmm. That would be close to the end of the race, mm-hmm. so it was both helpful and it kind was of a mental thrilling thrill. and horrifying to descend a four and a half mile gravel road descent that was. It would be like switchback, switchback, straight wall, switchback, switchback, straight wall down, and. I have to say, it takes the fun out of a downhill when you're just uh, going like, I really want to stop descending because it's yeah. not like wee You're yeah, just going. You just I think. I to come back up. Thirty I hours to come back from up. now, I'll be out of my goddamn mind trying to swallow food but wanting to puke it up, and I'll be here in the heat of the day pushing a fucking thirty-pound mountain bike up this goddamn hill. Yeah, I wasn't thinking that. Yeah, I was thinking, wee, This might be bad later. I I, I couldn't d- let myself think about it. I had to like mentally preparing who knows if that was the right thing. Um but but anyways they had mentioned like, hey, as you're going down this, make sure that you're kind of taking mental note because you need to make sure that you leave some in the bank to come back up this. And we did that and we kept that in mind when we did some when we did some night math at like four AM. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I wanted to mention going down that before we got to the paddle section. So we get to the paddle section. At the fucking heat of the day. It was It was so like make, hot. make your eyes sting kind of hot. Like I was hiding behind a road sign because I was just... It was like little kid running around the zoo hot. Yes, like, it was exactly like the zoo hot. Like, just like red, like red, red face yeah. and like... Yeah, it was bad. Um, and we had been on the road that was, kind of like, open and just... It was bad. It was roasty-toasty. So we get to the paddle section We were and, one of the last people to get in the water. Is that true? Yes. Oh, that seems about right. Yeah. Um, and only one of the paddle points was... Mand- or we only needed to get one of the paddle points and uh, somebody had made the recommendation like, hey... We're telling this to everybody. You may want to consider just doing one of the three checkpoints. Uh-huh. So there were three paddle checkpoints, and we were so looking forward to the paddle section yes, we because were. we were tired of being on our bikes. Yes. Because I'm gonna do our, it, a total freaking gas. But we were the paddle section was at the southernmost uh, end of the map. So I don't we know. We had gone thirty five miles. That's right. I remember. Because I looked at the K. Yep. On the bike computer. Yep. So. We really wanted a break from being on the bikes, and... I haven't ridden a mountain bike more than eight miles in three years. (laughs) Well, now you have, and now we're professional mountain bikers. Whose crotches are broken forever. (laughs) And itchy. (laughs) And itchy. (laughs) Ow. So, we get into the boat, and uh, we're already kind of thinking about time, because we know we're not going to clear the course, so it's like, all right... Is our time spent getting CPs better spent paddling or is it better spent on a bike or a foot? I'm really glad that we decided to do brief paddle. Yeah. Um, So we made the decision that we were just going to go for one. Or we may have even said like, hey, we'll go for one and kind of see if it makes sense to maybe go for two. Um, Considering that the I think the Blazing Paddles Award, so whoever went through the paddle section the fastest, was two and a half hours. That means it would have taken An us... An hour and... Oh, yeah, you're right. The yeah. climb was that... Yeah. yeah. So, so it would who won one Blazing Paddles. D- and they did two and a half hours. That means it would have taken us, like, at least, and at minimum, five, five hours. hours. At minimum. Absolutely. And that's not knowing anything. Yeah, because- also, we don't even know how to paddle. Legitimately. Mika described it later, which makes me giggle, uh, that we had been... Um, Dragging our paddles in the water as though we were frosting the water. Yes, just like patting the top of the water <laughs> and then just coming up and like I, I have to say, at least we were making other teams smile because I, like other teams were definitely being like, "What are you all doing? <laughs> yeah, like we look bad." We kept Mika and I kept slapping each other's paddles. We were trying to get a rhythm down for the stroke where we were. Like okay, we're gonna sing a song that has the right beats for a minute. John, like, John Jacob, Jacob Jingle Schmidt. <laughs> His name is my name too. That didn't work either. Well, it did for a minute. All right, but you you have some part of your body is much stronger than the other. So I'm just continually paddling left side as hard as I fucking can until my fucking entire top body hurts. I- I don't know what that's about. We're going to we have to talk, gotta yeah, figure that yeah. out. We got to figure out that out. I almost threw both of you out of that fucking boat. But uh yeah, we were very very slow. Like We were very slow. Yeah, but we were very happy to be out of the boat. Or out of the off of the bike. Yeah. I had brought a liter of juice. God which at, at first seemed silly and Bye I now. think Lauren thought it was silly. I did. Uh, I did. But it turns out it was the best thing ever. It was. Uh, so it was coconut pineapple juice and I definitely was pretending like it was a tropical drink. I was too, I was singing Margaritaville in my head. Yeah, it was great. Um but yeah, so it took us a long time to get the one checkpoint that we got on paddle. I wish I could I don't honestly don't have any idea how long we were paddling. Hours hours. Yeah. 2? Oh, no. I yeah, I remember we got in the water at 12:53. We got back at We were there for an hour and 40. Yeah. So an hour and 40 to get one checkpoint. Yeah, we were fucked. We yeah. were bar- we were pe- we were buttercream frosting the fucking Pooh, <laughs> poo, poo, Yeah, poo, the river. Poo, poo. But on the plus side, that means we have a lot of in- opportunity for improvement. Yeah. Like I feel like if we learn how to paddle, I mean Yeah, we, we can will improve dramatically. We can learn how to paddle. I also think we need to get Uh, a rhythm down for TAs because I think we probably could have taken a solid hour off of our total time. At least. Yeah. At least. I think TAs is going to be our number one improvement goal because I don't think that we plan to be more fit next year than we are now. No. Yeah, no. We'll just be faster with taking off our underwear. And, and harder butts. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's, yeah. It. Yeah. it. That's it. That's it. That's the only thing goals. we're gonna try to do. We have ass hardening. Yes. We want to leather up our ass. And I don't mean like a tight fit ass. I just mean no. I just mean like a tougher, hard, Like yeah. leather. A leather butt. A leather butt. <laughs> Cultivate a leather butt. <laughs> Go, bud! Leather, leather, butt. Help me cultivate a leather butt. <laughs> like just tannery? Yeah! I don't know why that, to me, that, that's like sharpening a knife. That's not what I want with my ass, thank you. <laughs> or we could multitask and learn how to paddle butter while toughening <laughs> each other's ass. Now you stand up in the boat. Whap, 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 whap. Now you stand up in the boat. What were we talking about? Ah, oh, we didn't tip the canoe. I, was I feel getting, like that's that was the next sentence out of my mouth. Okay, so we did that. Got reluctantly back on the bikes and got on the busiest road that I've ever ridden a bike on, and I've ridden my bike on a lot of roads. A very scary, like sixty mile an hour. Granted, it was qu- it was a very short stretch. It was as minimal as you could have done it to get to the paddle oh, section. I ain't mad, but yeah. I was scared. Yeah, and I almost I almost screamed at Mika to get off the road because mm-hmm. I I could. I've just, so many bad things have happened to cyclists in my life in the last year that I was just like, I wanted to like roll up and just throw her into the grass ditch because I was just like, I can't, I can't afford, I can't afford to lose you. Yeah. Uh, but we made it back, uh, to go essentially the way that we came. Um, and... Got a couple more checkpoints on bike before we got to transition area three. Oh, yeah. Which, which was kind of a cool spot. Yeah. and I don't even know what it was. It was like a It looked like someone's house, but it was like a campground area. It was a welcome center. It was a welcome center with real potties and then like an outdoor pavilion that was just... Uh, had like mosquito net all the way around. Yeah. It. And it's funny because I want you to wrap your head around this. So when we did paddling... When did you say we left paddling? Uh, like, two o'clock-ish. So, when we got to TA3, we had 30 minutes of light left, or when we started out. Yeah. So, we had four and a half hours, and this is one of the things we had shared with Mika beforehand. She said that totally resonated, which, you know, she was kind of, uh, because the longest Mika had ever gone prior to this in a race was 13 hours. right. So, we were asking her to more than double it. So, she was asking about, like, kind of like time management or how time flows, and we were like time has no meaning. 12, like Even if cluster, you have 20 hours left, you'll be like, oh man, we only have 20 hours left. Yeah. It just, time goes by so quick. So, it really does. So like the idea of going from the feeling like it was the middle of the day at paddling yeah. and then the next transition area we were at, we were 30 minutes before dark. Yeah. Like time just went yeah, so that, fast. Yeah, that, those, those middle uh, bike CPs just got sucked into nowhere for me. Although I kind of do remember the road now there where we were seeing some... Pretty extreme poverty and some pretty rough neighborhoods there when we decided to take a different route than yeah. the route. Yep. We even got an ambulance stop to try to get us to not go on the route that we took, and our route was still fine. Yeah. I, yeah. Suck my toe. Get yeah. out of here. I'm yeah. going the right way. Yeah. That was, like, one of the few choices we got to make, and it just kind of felt like, I just want to make a decision. Yeah. yeah. Let me. Yeah. Let me do it. I don't want to do yeah. it. So we got to TA3 and i think we had heard tell in the morning or the night before of a, what a ride in Thai was so i had done an overview like of the course beginning to end from the book at the in the morning and i was like oh hey like we're going to have a section that uh you can only do with two bikes so okay. wait did you tell me that the morning of the race mm-hmm. i feel like i didn't know what that was until i got there yeah no i i did it cuz so you did not you did not yeah Okay, I, I think that maybe I wasn't listening, but I definitely blocked it out. And when we got to the ride and tie, I was, like, mystified. You know, because you, you were thinking about running. You oh, we were thinking okay. about running. We were talking about running. Because remember, we discussed which bike we were going to take prior to getting there. Okay, that's there. right. That's right. Yeah, which I think is worth. So, anyways, so we got to TA three, and there was two chunks of the course that you could do, and it was it was actually really fun because uh, there was a orienteering on foot only section that you could do or couldn't do if you didn't <laughs> want to, and then there if, was, if you, or if you physically couldn't. Yep, <laughs> and then there was the tie and ride section, which was. Two two bikes, three people, and you could do... I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> uh, and you could e- do either one, but you could do one first, you could do one and then do the other one. You could do them in whichever order you wanted right. to. Um, and it seemed like the majority of the teams did the uh, trekking part, the on-foot yeah. part. And the, what I heard, and from most people, which made sense, was that they... Um, Uh, they wanted a break from being on bikes. Of course. Uh, We had a little bit harder time, I think, sticking together as a team when we were all on foot. So we were like, we should do the tie and ride part because I think like we're probably not going to have time to do both of these sections. So let's spend it on the bike part. So Lauren and I had talked before getting to this transition area about which bike we were going to take. And Lauren was like, I don't know if it's easier for me to stretch out to fit on your bike or for you to, like, scrunch up a little bit and be on my bike. And I was like, I would actually love to scrunch up on your bike so that I could sit up more Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. my traps were and still are just, like, screaming from from wearing a huge pack and, and cycling all day. Our packs were probably, like, 50. It, 15 over, pounds. Over 15 yeah. pounds. Yeah. yeah, we were not very efficient, but... No, uh, <laughs> no. no, we were not weight so, weenies. Yeah, so I was like, oh, well, I'll take your bike, um, and we had talked about trading off running, so, like, Lauren changed into her running shoes, I wore my running shoes Whoops. on Lauren's bike, and I should have, like, stopped, like, immediately and went back and changed my bike, so we we left my bike as the, as the bike that we left, mm-hmm. and as soon as we started... Lauren's sit bones are a little bit narrower than mine and I just felt like her seat went in between my (laughs) seat bones up my butt. So like the whole section was just like And I was like, oh my god. I was like, okay, it's fine, it's fine. And then I was like, Uh, and we had to like move her seat height, and I was pedaling. And we failed to remember that yours yours has a dropper post, which makes me want to kill everyone. Not you you particularly, but everyone. I know, just in general, just like, why? Why? Yeah. Um, And... Lauren ended up running the whole time, which was great fit. Like that was what needed to needed to have the mood for that. Yes. This is definitely the highlight of my race. That's really good. Um I had so much fun doing this section. Yes. And like so we so we're heading out on the section. Lauren's on foot, Mika and I are on bikes. We've got a it's getting it's starting to get dark with sunset, and Stephanie Ross, which shouts Steph Ross, man we man, we fucking love you. Oh my god. Just for I can barely stand how much I I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's our hearts exploding. Um, but she was so encouraging all day and just helpful and just like. Yeah, she just, was like, where's your tie? And yeah. they were like, what? Yeah, they were like. Are you like, going to tow your runner? Yeah, and they and were like, how? <laughs> so we took a bungee from, uh, from the me sea on the bike to Lauren running, which I was trying to explain this to other people already. And they thought, at first they thought. That we met. <laughs> you, just, you were towing me on the bike like oh, you I was were riding a and... bicycle, because that's how strong <laughs> I am. I'm like an ox. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Bunyan. Just, yep. No. Yeah. Or just dragging my dead body like tin cans <laughs> behind a just married car. Yep, yeah. Like that. Or like, can you take a sled? If you carry the sled the whole time, can a person be in a sled? I don't know. So there's so many things about this section that were so fun and novel and weird because silly. it was like I don't know how this is gonna happen. So so I'm towing Lauren uh, while she's running and I'm on the bike. We did that for a little while. It wasn't yes. a super long maybe time, maybe a mile and a half. Um, but generally, the that part was like a flat-ish road and then a jeep road Felt climb, up me. The, a jeep road climb that went on forever. So mm-hmm. like. Um, the three points on this course, or four, were in like a Y pattern, kind of. So you went up, 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 up forever. Oh, oh, actually, I want to back up. So you hit a checkpoint before you got to the up, up, up section, and because we were doing the ride and tie first when a lot of teams are doing it second. We happen to be at that first checkpoint when the leading team oh, was yes. there. Yes. So um adventure racing is not quite like a traditional orienteering event where orienteering it's very much like you should be doing the old your own thing. Mm-hmm. Adventure racing is like take what you can get. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Follow you know, somebody. Yeah absolutely. If, yeah, if there's somebody's outside their house and you need water, like use their hose. Right or like and if you see a headlamp from the lead team, bomb into the woods, yes. go into the woods with yes. them. So we got to see where they went to the uh, first checkpoint in that section, which was super helpful. And also just like, this team had... <laughs> their, they the, were radiating joy. Just radiating joy. The guy that was running for the quest team uh, he looked was, like the front of Trail Runner magazine. Like, also, I swear those bike riders were trying to keep up on him on foot. When he was descending, he... He looked like a leprechaun. He was in Kelly Green, flying at the speed of light, and looked like he might be a mythical creature. And if you ever want to feel yourself as a runner, yeah. you get two people on bikes yeah. to, to light you up with headlamps yep. or on a, headlights on a bike, you will feel... Glory. We'll you glory we will get you will experience glory we'll get to that um so we had their uh that was super helpful to see them go after that first checkpoint and then we continued this jeep road climb that just went forever uh, up, up 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 we up, found up, a man up, in up. a hammock who was out there manning the center of the y um and there was a checkpoint near him near him And then we continued, and he gave us um, some safety info Um, he was covering with each team, which was, hey, there's this checkpoint, and it's going to seem like you want to approach it from the south. You're going to want to do it from the north. Yep. So we get up there, and we're like, we're going to approach it from the south. And again, I think we were just, like, hungry to, like, I don't know why. I don't know what we were thinking, but man, oh, man, it was like we stepped on an IED. So we... The checkpoint was on top of a hill in the middle of this open area. And then shrapnel exploded from a bomb onto us. (laughs) So we're walking through these high weeds and, like, just Uh. walking, walking. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, stop, stop. Stop. I was in front. Yes, I was right behind you. Mika was right behind uh, Lauren. And I was like, stop. And, like, we back out. And I really wish I knew what the plant was. There was all of these, like, uh... I don't know, inch-long prickers that they were, were like stuck on They were, like, V-shaped. Us. And they had little, like, clingers on uh-huh. one end and were just, I was covered in them. Yep. Like, I armpits, was too. Yep. butt, socks, just everywhere. Everything. And I had a moment of, like, uh, panic because I was like, these are the only bike shirts I have. Like, yeah. I, can, I can handle a lot of, like, vegetation and burrs and shit, but they were, like, Po- they were poking in in places it where comical. they were rubbing. You looked like you were wearing fur. Yeah. It was... Uh, yeah. It was nasty. Um, so so we made a good choice, encouraged uh, by Lauren, which you're always good for reminding, which is let's... We're not going to try and work our way around. We're going to go right back to where we knew where we were going and then we're going to start over. So we worked on pulling out the prickers and stuff as we were walking, and luckily they came out a lot easier than birds. But we had to help each other, like a family yes. of chimpanzees for yes. a little while. Yeah, didn't even try to eat any of them. <laughs> um, but we went around to the north side of the checkpoint, went the way that <laughs> suggested to us initially, got the checkpoint, and started back downhill. Um I don't think we did any on this section. Did we do any of the double riding? No, this not section? yet. Okay. Not until we got back to the so Y. So we headed back down uh, from that checkpoint, and it was just kind of. It was a. It was a pretty mild jeep road. There were some like ruts and stuff, and it. I think there was more grass than ruts yeah. up there. So we head back to the intersection of the Y um, to head down. To the other a, checkpoint yep, before we west. would come back to that intersection. And, again, it was one of those things as we're going down, down, down. It's not like, yay, downhill. It was no, just like, like, all right, got to come right back. Yeah, this is um, going to bitch slap me in ten minutes. Yep, so we went down, down, down that way, got that checkpoint, came back up to the intersection. Um, I had to put my pants on because for the 20 minutes that my legs were exposed in the woods, I got poison ivy all along the back of my knee. Really? Of course I did. Of course I did. Um, so I got back to the why it was we, a little bit too technical for the beginning. So I still remained running. And this is the point at which I felt like Camille Heron setting the, the 100 mile record on, on, uh, the tunnel Hill yeah, backlit. Oh, and, uh, the quest team, uh, had told us, Hey, one of the cyclists can carry the runner's pack. We asked oh, yes. the RD and he yes. said, it's okay. So Annie was wearing both packs. I was stripped down to a sports bra and had nothing but the map on a string tied around my boobs, and I felt like a fucking wild woman. I had nothing on, no no food, no handheld, nothing. I just ran as though I'd been dropped out of the sky. I felt like I was doing seven minute miles. I'm sure they were ten minute miles, but it felt magical. Yeah, it was fine. It was like having two like Nordic coaches on flanking me. While I descend at high speeds in the dark, the world's weirdest training for whatever I think I'm doing. But it was just it, the the level of glory there was very high, and I was I stoked in the stoke boat. Um, I'm not gonna yuck your yum at all. It was, but Hard. it was hot. Oh, it was hot. It was so steamy It, it was relentlessly all night. hot. It was very, I think the most humid part pissed. was at night. Yes, I was pretty pissed that it never relented. And, I mean, I couldn't keep a shirt on. Yeah. It was gnarly. And I only say that because otherwise it would have been like a perfect, mm-hmm. it would have been like a perfect moment, but mm-hmm. it was a little sticky. Um, but anyway, so we get back to the intersection. We're do- doing the main downhill. Prior to doing any of this downhill, we had seen... Some other teams, or we saw another team do two six-feet-tall men riding one bicycle. The guy, the runner, sit, seated on the saddle with his feet on the chain stays, and the rider on the pedals. And they were, like having the time of their lives. They were giggling. They thought it was the silliest shit ever. And like, we saw it and we were just like, fuck no, that looks crazy. Like, what are they doing? That looks crazy. I have ruled it out. Fast forward to hours, hours later, we were like, we we have to try that. We should do that. Because as the whole, and I mean, there was lots of things over this day that we started out being like, I can't do that. I'm so proud of both of us for having the balls to do that. Or more frankly, having not the having balls no to balls. do it, like, I don't know how... I just let my legs dangle, I didn't even try to get them on the chainstays, and my butt cramped up, and I was just like, lean in, Lauren. Yeah, You're, let it cramp. Wh- what are you going I to do? I would want it to cramp. What else are you going to do? And so we did, uh, we did like a double up downhill for a long ways, yeah. because we are like, even if we can only do this for... A, tr- a little chunk. It's like, we can't touch this speed with you right. on foot, even if you're crushing. Right. Um, but, yeah, we did that for a serious chunk. It was hysterical. Of, like, it was hysterical. I was loving life. Uh, but it was very hard. Like, it was scary. It was, I mean, I had to, like, I would tell Lauren, like, okay, I'm changing my pedal feet because I, would like, switch feet. Yeah. Because I felt like I was, like, holding my entire yeah, weight I know. on my hand. I can sense that. And I was just like... <laughs> I'm very like, proud of you. But and it was but it was really really It was fine. exhilarating. I was just I had two fingers on each side hooked into Annie's pack and I was just cuz you were wearing it on the front. So I was holding your pack straps in the back just thinking if we go down together, we will break all of our bones. Be worth it. <laughs> Be worth it. So we get down to like the bottom of this section and um, got to see, uh, the only mostly lost team, which includes, again, our mentor, Laura. And it was so funny because, uh, I was like, oh, you guys aren't quite in the right spot or something to that effect. And Laura later, t- I couldn't read Laura's response to me and I was like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. Like, um, it just was kind of like, I'm not sure how to read her, her vibe <laughs> in this moment. And it was all revealed later at the banquet shoot when she was like, I was crashing hard. Um, Like sleep wise, which uh, we should mention too. Like we happened to be in the same spot, but they had done uh, eight more checkpoints. Yeah, they than had us been brutalizing the day. Yeah, and so uh, when I was like, "Oh hey, like you guys Not are in the there. Wrong spot," she was like, "How does she know what we're looking for?" Because <laughs> like, she was just cooked. because and she had seen she, uh, she saw you before. She realized it was you, and yeah. she was like, "Their runner is flying." Yeah. <laughs> and like, and then I like appeared, and then she was like how did she get here? <laughs> like, you know, so just she kind of just like, a little yeah, like just a little bit moment of like what's happening. Yeah. So that explain that explains the reaction at that point. So we get back to the transition area. Um, and get to get the third bike back and then we needed to make a decision about what to do with the on foot section of that course um luckily the rd mentioned that there was a 4 a.m cutoff time so we knew we had like specific parameters we needed to work through when we got back and i think back into our on foot stuff i want to say it was like one Mm -hmm. that sounds right 30 maybe that sounds right Um, So we, I think we had an hour and a half that we could play around with there, and there was four checkpoints for the on foot section of the course, and we made the decision that we would go for two of the four, Um, and as we headed out towards that one checkpoint, we were like, you know, like, with the climbing. So much climbing. Yeah, there was quite a bit of climbing. It was very pistol-esque. Yes, it was. Like, the shiny, like... The shiny ground, uh, um, the giant... Which I think is called Mika... M-I-C-A? Is it really? I think so. Micah? I think it's Micah. Micah. That makes more sense. Um, like, just, you know, rhododendrons everywhere. Like, there was just... It was yeah. very pitchell I You were saying that, and I was trying to get you to shut up because there has been nothing worse for me just than Just so you know, I said it way less than actually popped into my head. I can't think about pitchell. Pitchell ruined my life. I hated it. Anyways. So, uh... After we did that one checkpoint, we were like, it's going to take us a really, really long time to get to the second one, and uh, we really wanted to make sure, uh, I think I had already put out there, like, I think we need six hours for the end. <laughs> we need to allot three hours yes. for that giant bike climb, right. and then three hours for after that, just right. in case. Um, so we headed back from that first checkpoint on foot, and like, honestly, we were still having a fucking blast. This like, is the, This is the moment where I was turned sour. Nope. Yeah. On the way back from this chip, Oh, yeah, because yes. you were like, I burned through that five hour. But we were like, this is also when we were like yelling at all the other teams. We like, were. Yeah, I was like, phoning that in. Yeah. I was beginning my descent into madness. Yeah. Not madness, but discomfort. I, I, I got like period cramps. That's right. And I started to be like, oh, no. Yeah. It's happening. I got bad period cramps. And like, tummy. cause we were like running for that bathroom. We were, and I got tummy sickness. I got like barf and poop sickness all at once. Yeah. And it just washed over me like the like the flu. Yeah. And I was just like, no. Yeah. This is that's right. gonna get away from me. Yeah. So we got back to the the thank God there were real potties, so I just sort of like sweated out in the potty for a little while. And I sat on the porch for an extended period of time, which nice. was great. Oh, delightful. Yeah. Like a Cracker Barrel. Yeah. I got to see all the other carnage, which was, like, people, people like, were there were people sleeping. And... On, the, on the porch, just, like, on top of their packs, people were, yeah. like, fucked up. Yeah. But, yeah, so I had, like, 20 minutes of pretty bad discomfort there, and then tried to reset with some, like, solid foods, and I think I was okay. I think it was only... I was only yucky for, like, less than a half an hour. Yeah, I don't even... I think I think you shit the sick out. <laughs> wow, easy for you to say. <laughs> um, but uh, something else interesting that I wanted to mention is as we were wrapping up the on-foot section, there were teams that were wrapping up the on-foot part, and they said that it was taking them, like, five, five, hours. five and a half yeah. hours. So if we had done both, it would have taken us ten hours, yeah. and we would have lost the well, whole thing. Or if we had decided to do the on-foot part instead of the ride and tie, so we were like, hey, as far as getting CPs went... Again, we were we we making the right decision. Yes, we were very um, Which economical. was, again, very reassuring to know, like, hey, even if we're not the team that's clearing the course today, we're making good decisions about how we allocate our time and True. how, like, if we've got a four-hour chunk of time, how can we best use it? True. And we picked the one that made the most sense. So we did some some slow transition time there, did some, like, refueling. Everybody, like, changed and got geared back up. And very reluctantly put our asses back on bikes. And I, I think this is the section where we're all like, oh no, this is righteously painful. Yeah, and I think we had a lot of like, like yeah. settling down in the seat. Although, I was a little bit assisted by the fact that I had been on your bike and I got to sit on uh. my bike. And then I was like, oh, it's not in my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> the, everyone was just like, yow. Yeah. It was very tender. I think this is the direction in which we stopped in um, a town and there was an open store. Yes. So there was an open store that looked like something out of True Blood. It was like a weeping willow outside and like a single orange light bulb on the front porch and it was like an old-timey wooden shack with low ceilings. And it's called Betsy's and they would go on to win the Spirit Award, essentially. Oh, my God. Uh, Like a case filled with random janky kind of ice creams and a bunch of, like, candy. So charming and cute. And the, one, I think the guy who owned the place was sitting outside.
1: And, and it was just
0: uh, it was just two people that the place normally closes at, like, 9, 9 or something. Yeah. And they stayed open all night. Yeah. And stayed open until, I think, 4.30 yeah. a.m. So I was starving. And I ate an ice cream sandwich like it was my last meal. I had a sun drop. you' um, don't, don't, don't literally yuck my Yuck. Yum. Uh, you drank I, some of it. You I it. did. I had a quarter of uh, Coca-Cola and handed it off to two other teams as I left. Yeah, I handed it to someone. They drank it and handed it off the next team because no one needs a whole Coca-Cola. Uh, and then we headed towards CP-17, which was uh, another very low point for me. But also, so some good and some bad. So, uh, the it was an out-and-back... Um, that was on Jeep Road, and it was, like, one of the few places where there was, like, rollers of any kind. Oh, time. it was kind of fun. It was it, it some... was mountain biking. Yeah, so we had some fun doing the, like, rollers, and then we got to this huge washout, and this is where I totally... Like, enormous washout. Like yeah. Like, 20 feet high. Yes. Like sand slope into nothing. Right. Like, an, I shouldn't say a washout. An abyss. It was an abyss. And this is where, and don't argue with me, this is where I totally dropped the ball as a navigator because I was like, all right, we're at the third we're looking for the third creek, this is number two, and like all day it required minimal mm-hmm. navigation. I never took a compass bearing because mm-hmm. I didn't need to. Mm-hmm. I never counted paces because I didn't need to. Yeah. And this was like the only time that I actually needed to do navigation, and mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, ah! Because I hadn't needed to do much of it at all, all day. So we leave our bikes, continue on past Past the abyss, abyss. which ended up being where the checkpoint was, we found out later. We continued going, I would say, at least maybe a half a mile. At least. Um, I think Mika was having a low spot. Yep. I was having, I was tripping on my own feet. I was doing the weird pitchel thing where yep. I had meth face. And I was just super frustrated because it was like, shit, are you kidding me? Like, I needed to have been but like, I hardcore was navigating. a little bit. I was like, yeah. if we go to blah, 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 and there's nothing there, we must turn yep. back. So I was still kind of, kind of there. Yep. But we got back to the abyss, went down through the giant swale, got back to the top of the other, other side of it. And there were a bunch of teams descending down. And I. And like five teams biking up at us. It was like. At high speeds. It was a little bit intense. It was the middle of the night. It was like 4 30 in the morning. And Mika was. I was like, Mika. And I didn't want to tell Annie this because I never want to show my weakness. But I was like, I'm having a really hard time. I can't stay awake. I don't feel good. And she was like, Do you want some of my military strength caffeine gum? She was like, it says that if you're a civilian, you should, like, take half of one for one minute. And yeah. if you're military, you take a whole one for five minutes. She was like, chew on this for a little while. And a minute and a half into chewing this gum, I was just like, "Hey, yeah, I, I know where it is. I sense where it is in my bones. Let us go. And I have to call this out because I've, I, like, do not want to lose grasp of this. You being extremely tired causes you to have diarrhea, yeah. to feel nauseous, yeah. and to feel a sense of, of doom. doom. Yeah. And like anytime yeah. these things come up, we do not need to treat any of these things. No, they are of the symptoms, symptoms of, of being sleepiness. Tired. Yeah. Like to me that was like the tummy thing might not be that might be independent. I don't know. It might well, I don't know. Did you or did you not feel immediately I not sick about still being... again at T A four? But I think it was a normal poop. It was kind of normal poop. So I again, just because these are three things that have like yes, not been plagued, a limiter, but they have me. been something. that yeah. Have because you were joking, but not joking. Like, oh, maybe hundred mileers aren't off the table because this is a horrible. This these is are, a horrible thing. These are the things that really freak you out because it it's horrible. really. It was like doing four lines of pure cocaine. My my butt was like shut off the poop, and my stomach was like <laughs> shut off the food. We don't need food. We are a superhuman. We don't need any food or water. All we have to do is run as fast as we can until this race is over. It's gonna be fine. And my body was just like go. So we we see this guy on the opposite side of the abyss, and he basically just looks down into this chasm and he, like shakes his head yes, and just like fucking butt slides down it. It looked dangerous as hell. He pops the, the CP maybe like four, 40 feet down down creek. Now remember, we had to walk in a ways. Oh, okay. Okay. So maybe maybe like to, maybe we like, had to like go 50 over meters. that like drainage pile. maybe like 50 meters or so, 100 meters? More? Maybe 200. It was a, I it did was not a experience those meters because I had just taken pure cocaine. Yeah. I was like running over mossy rocks and like everyone else was going over this like You Mario start. I'm Mario starred. So fucking hard. Yeah. Where you just explode through rocks in your way. Um, and then after that, I swear to God, I rode that caffeine high for the next six hours, and then after then, it was light outside, so it didn't matter if it wore off. So we got the checkpoint after having bailed on trying to find the checkpoint, which, this is not how, uh, being a fast team or racing works, but it was like, all of that time we spent lost is worth it, because we found it. Sure, yeah, like, sure. Because it felt like, previous to that, was like, oh my god, we're going to have spent all this time and not found And it. not get it. And of course, all these teams descending see where we are and all get the CP when two teams before us had given up on it. Yeah. So we were a little bummed on that, but whatever. So then we get to do this fun section back again, which, which somehow was, still, was fun. Which was still, like, enough uphill and downhill that the way back it was we like, both, both ways on this are downhill. I, that was never fun. happened. It was fun. Um, so, the, yeah, that was, section was really fun, and then we popped back out on the road and had to do, um, another climb to TA4. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was, that was, That yeah. was grueling. Yeah, so. But we were kind of, like, you and I were just sort of chatting while Mika would go up oh, a yes. couple switchbacks ahead. I have, ahead. like, I have, like, a, so there's a few things that happen in my brain It helps me, like, uh, remember things, like, one, so a lot of Pitchell references, but when you, me, and Morgan were going up Pitchell at the end of Pitchell, or going yeah, up the yeah, not pitchell, yeah. at the end kept of Pitchell, like, I just kept wrote. like, I could just, like, imagine us, like, on a chain, like, mm-hmm. just chung. chum yeah. like, with our yeah. headlamps on, and I will forever have this image of Mika... Going uphill, just like this little circle of light, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Mika just pedaling like yeah, yeah. It was nice. She was in her zone. Yeah, and we were just kind of like hanging back, talking, and like kind of just. And I was walking my bike some because I yeah uh, I can't I can walk. Turns out Lang power hikes a bike as fast as I granny speed it up. Although. Uh, Maybe once I get a true granny speed on my bike, that will not be true. Yeah, we need to fix your ratio. It's not good. Anyways, so we get to TA4. TA4 is when there was a tracking section. It was lit. TA4 was lit. People were, like, scrambling.
1: Oh, yeah, people were. like like,
0: Facebook living. Eating, drinking, sleeping, pooping. It was just like... That's true. There was a lot happening. Um, People going in. People going... I mean, like, people in and out. From every direction. Yeah. And uh, so at this point you got three additional points to plot on the map. And I was like, okay, we're going to plot the points on the map and then we're going to decide what we do from there. So as I'm standing there and plotting and Lauren's reading off the um, the coordinates to me and everything and pl- plotting, you know, people are talking about what they experience and everything. And we heard that it was taking people two and a half hours. They were, like, were kind of like, it started out where people were clearing the section about two hours and now it's about two and a half hours for people to clear which was crazy and I'm glad I had that knowledge because when you looked at the when you looked at the points, the three points were like oh, he in... was, yes, they were in the same area, but the guy said they're deceptively close because you'll have to go all the way around to get the other one. Really? Yeah, I thought he just said each one was an out and back. The ones that were next to each other, he was like, you think you could just get this one and then pop this one, but you actually have to go all uh, the way around to get this oh. one. So uh... I won't forget it because I was like just so fucked. So, because we had, we were considering doing what we had done for the previous all on foot section, which was at least go get one. But it was kind of like, it's so not economical to go get one because the majority of the time would be spent getting out there. Um, So, we plotted all the points, took a look at the full map again, thought about what we had left, and uh decided that we were going to scrap doing that whole on foot section because I was very relieved. And again, it was one of those things where it was like, maybe if we maybe if we had another like honestly even like forty five minutes more hour. one more hour. We could have gotten one. So like kind of like if we hadn't got lost, probably. We probably could have done one there. Yeah. Yep. Um, but and I told Lauren after blind, I was like, just so you know, I really wanna go for one point. But we're not going to. Yeah. I was like the I was like the smart choice, and to not be miserable at the end, is to go now. I was like, I just want you to know that yeah. I really want to go for. We one. made the right choice. I also really wanted to plot the points because that is just like, uh, as far as like practicing and becoming a better navigator, I feel like being able to plot points when you're like Exhausted. so pooped because even at no sleep, the twelve hour thing, I had to be like. My brain's not working, just mm-hmm. so you know. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to do these. And I was like, oh, Yeah, oh, like <laughs> plotting the points on my face. Like, is this it? Is this where we're going? So I was happy to be like, good, I've plotted the points. Not going to do any of them. Um, <laughs> not, but, going yeah, there, not going there, there, or there. No, no, no. Um, so we left that transition area. Um, to head to the next. Oh my God, section. Lang! So we left this area, and we had done so much climb up to this transition area, and yeah. like that's the you know, again when you're descending a ton and you're like, oh shit, we got to come up this, but when you're ascending a bunch mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, you know, you know what comes after this? I get to I get to spend up and this. down and up and down. What comes after up is down. So we must be going down. So we leave the transition area, right, and head out uh, slightly south. East, on this wonderful. So we were on an actual mountain bike trail, like a like signs a, and everything. Pisgah National Forest, actual mountain bike trail, banked turns, multiple jumps, beautiful flow, <laughs> nothing impeding your descent on either side, just. Fucking rolling it out. Just a blast. And all three of us were like, because it had been like such hard riding up to that point of just like grind, grind, grind. And so we pass a team and they go, be careful. And Lauren said something like, oh, is there something bad up ahead? Like an obstacle or something? Yeah. And he was like, be careful, you're going the right way. Yeah. And we were like, we like to all stop and we we're yeah. like, why? And they were like, we saw two other teams come back up this. Apparently this is not right trail. Yeah. And we were like. Oh, farts. <laughs> like, yeah, and I think we really uh, we had enjoyed doing that downhill so much. But I we have didn't few even care. regrets. I, we didn't even care. We were like, "Oh, this is what mountain biking is like." Yeah. No, I I was not terribly pissed, but it was not clear on the map that this was not the trail. Like it was almost hysterical what ended up being the trail. It was clear on the map if we were actually navigating. Okay. Well, we went all the way back up to the t- to the TA, and <laughs> we get up there, and the volunteers like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! Where are you going?" Like, because we were coming up up at him. Yeah, and I was like, well, uh, we need to find out. I need to know where the trail starts. And he, like, points down towards this area, and he's like, did you go straight? Which was not the actual way we needed to. We needed to go left out of the TA. But it ended up being, like, this barely marked, matted down grass through a meadow. Which you know how we feel about grass. A thousand tiny fingers pushing you backwards. Yeah, it sucks ass. So we ended up... Descending, I don't even know how many miles, maybe a mile and a half, which felt like five. Uh, At least. It was, down it was long. Of of uh, comically steep, rutted, trail. And everything you can think trail. Of. Rotos in your face. Ruts. Like, gap, gap ruts. Like, uh, gap ruts that could send you into a scorpion that would kill you. Um... Like drop offs, yeah. Random, soft, soft switchbacks. Yep. Like, and it was just hard like, switchbacks. Yeah, I mean, just like, cause remember that one switchback that just like switch back and then just like, there was nothing. Yeah, there. was... You would have just banked. Yeah, you would have gone out of. Goodbye. A <laughs> yeah, so there was a lot, and I'm leading because I'm trying to find the the tough stuff to warn people behind me of what we can ride and what we didn't. We ended up riding maybe half of it, and there were definitely moments where. I did that thing where I would ride completely behind the saddle and I would get to a point where i just, I would let go of my bike and fly off the back of the bike because it was not safe to descend it at all. And uh, we saw some bad bitches. We saw some boss dudes coming down it on the bikes on like the skinny part of the top of a rut. In the rotos. In the rotos. Like just, just incredible. Just like this tiny little space. And I was just like watching like, (gasps) yeah. And, they're t- and then that person's teammates coming through and being like, that's how you ride a bike when you're 23. Oh, yeah. They were like, yeah. They were like, did you see our friend? And I was like, you mean the guy who just rode this whole thing? They're like, did he? God damn it. I guess that's what you get when you're young. <laughs> and also, uh, I have to shout out to Sarah Dolman because uh, she, which I hadn't even thought of as an option because we haven't done this before, but like, Sarah came sprinting downhill.
1: Push oh, yes. with her mountain bike, yes. so amazing. like amazing. she w-
0: like wasn't riding the rut, but she was probably going faster, just sprinting, sprinting. downhill. It was amazing. Like uh, trail runner people, just think about running a downhill as hard as you can while holding a mountain yeah. bike next to you. It was absurd. It was absurd. Um, but there was there was a quite there was several sections on that part that I did ride that I was like, yeah, yeah, you did really good because I was like, <sighs> it was intense. It was um, intense. Also during this section, poor Mika. Not poor Mika. Mika flopped over because our... Uh, pedals at that point between sand and just dirt and stuff. We could not get out of none of clips. us. None of us could. So, so she kept falling off her bike, and her shoes would still be on her. Yeah, bike. so she would just have one shoe on the pedal, and just like just spinning. sadly spinning. And we found out, or not found out, but like these are things that you don't know until you do them. Like she normally uses her dropper post to get her seat, which on, is stuck. like down for dismounting and mounting. And because of her under the saddle bag, she couldn't use her dropper oh, pose. Oh, that's right, that's and right. And so, like, when you would try and, like, bail easy, she was just, like, stuck. Like, right. And so she would just go down Wee! like a cloud. Yeah, like, she'd just slam, and, slam on man, her side. Man, she was such a good sport because, like... She never complained about because falling. Because I think she fell, like, five times because there was just so much shit that happened all day. Yeah. And, like, each time it was just kind of, like, Yeah, and then she'd just take a hot second and get back on the bike. Yeah. Um. I think this is when Mika had her, and I'm going to use air quotes here. Her low. Moment. Her low. Because um, I call this a, a trash bag moment, which is when I was at Across the Years. I felt like I was being so outwardly like pitiful and sad and crying, and it seemed obvious to me that everyone could tell mm-hmm. that I was weak and I mm-hmm. sucked and all this stuff. And I had a video of that moment, and when I watched the video, I was just kind of like, you look I feel bad. And yeah. that's, like, all that was externally visible. Yeah, you look fine. So Mika, fine. I think, felt the same, like, turmoil inside of, like, mm-hmm. being tired and being, like, mm-hmm. I'm fucking tired of, like, yeah. this shitty trail yeah. and I've fallen over. And, like, externally she was, like, I'm really tired. tired. Yeah. That was it. Like, <laughs> what? And it was, like, there was you no know, there was, like, a little bit of, like, uh... Uh, dazed like when we went to refill our water and like she was just you know taking her a little bit longer to get her bladder out but that was like legitimately it guys yeah that was amazing so Mika just shows up in like full effect and her low moment is I'm I'm tired that's it That's it. so we restocked water at the base of that descent um, and purified our water with iodine tablets and then got back to the road towards that gigantic climb that we'd all been dreading We came through. And the sun sun was out at this Samoyi, so we got to put our headlamps away. thank God. We came through a bunch of the tree farms that we had ridden through, and also hemp farms, which smell glorious. I don't know. We don't know. They were not guarded, so they could not have been weed farms. But just beautiful and, like, like, took a snapshot in our minds of this beautiful image of Mika... Riding alongside a tree farm on like a winding gravel road with the sun rising behind the The morning trees. fog is dissipating. It was gorgeous. It was it, it was, was incredible. A, the whole course was beautiful. Yeah, it really was. Um, and we uh, we took a moment to reset. I think I think that low was relatively short. Like oh yeah, uh, for Mika included. Oh, I she think seemed fine. She for her climbed her fucking ass Oh yeah, cause ass off. she said she had an e shot like a, a oh, yeah. little five hour thing. Right. Um, so so we, about a mile up. The globe climb, we hit a checkpoint. Yes, and uh, well, we first we had like a road intersection checkpoint, and then we had. That, that, to me, is where the climb started in earnest, even though it wasn't crazy. We had some climb before the King of the Mountain yes. section started. Yes. So they had the Blazing Paddles Award, which was to the team that went the fastest on the paddle section. And then they had a King of the Mountain Award, which was who could get from Checkpoint 22 to 23 in the shortest amount of time, um, which, again, was that 2,100 feet of climb. That still, there was some climbing before Checkpoint 22. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so we start the, the little, we'll say the, the prologue to the, yeah. <laughs> the big climb and get to checkpoint 22 where the RD's hanging out and there's a checkpoint there. Um, and then we begin the, the climb in all of its meatiness. It, um, yeah. We started the final climb with how much time to go? Hmm. Eight hours? I remembered when I was there. Uh, yeah, Sure. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. We ended up um so we finished the whole event in twenty eight hours, so I'm trying to like back up from there. I can't math that oh, right now. Sunrise would have been at like seven. Right. Um It doesn't matter. It took us like two hours and forty minutes to get up the climb, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, which is great because we had allotted three hours. So again, sometimes Thank it's God not, we did. Yeah, sometimes it's not even about like did we do the thing the fastest that we possibly could. It's like, hey, did we estimate what did we we needed? plan well, and then execute? Yeah, did we make good strategy choices? Yeah. Um, so, um, so we did this, <laughs> we did the climb, it took us two hours and 45 minutes. Uh, I walked my bike almost the whole time. Um, and uh, you and makeup did you did some, I'm trying we did to think very like, little. Yeah, I was trying was to think, very little. I mean, what percentage of that five mile? 2100 foot climb do you think you rode? i would probably rode maybe 20 percent of it maybe yeah um so it was a, it was just walking our bikes up because mm-hmm. that was the fastest way to go up and uh i think luckily i'd done myself a, a service by imagining it being Forever. the absolute worst yeah um like the whole not the whole event and not in like a dreaded way but just like hey this is this is how much, like, mental strength I need to reserve for that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really hard. I'm going to be able to go, like, ten steps and then take a break. Mm-hmm. Like, I really kind of put it in my head like it was going to be rat jaw. Like, in a yeah. way. Which, and yeah. a rat jaw for me, not rat jaw for you. Yeah, <laughs> and I think, uh, I, I feel like if I had followed, if I had been with a faster team, I would have eventually exploded. But I did feel a little bit hungry to be done with it, and I wanted to ride it. It was also. We should mention we were just actually hungry at this point. Very, very, very hungry. Like wanted real food. Wanted giant sandwiches so bad. Um, we later decided that uh, we should have packets of mayo with us at every
1: race. Yeah, we like, were like, what's we was missing?
0: Like, yeah, we I think wanted it's mayonnaise. So all we really wanted was like a full Bread. subway sandwich. And covered covered mayo. in mayo. Yeah. We just wanted mayo. It turns out. Yeah, that's <laughs> all I wanted. It just sounded so good at that moment. <laughs> you know, adventure racing's ranch. Mayo, ew, ew. <laughs> ew. So we got to the top of the climb. Whoa, it, we gotta, we gotta do. We have to make that. We have, no, we have to fuck make that, that shit. We have to make that. I'm bored, and it's my story. It's not boring. It is. We should talk about Laura and her team passing at minimum. Fine. So Laura and the only mostly lost team comes by, and granted, she had said she had been walking up to that point, but when she passed, I in her. my mind. She was just, like, wheeling Footless back and, and forth fancy on her parade. bike and was like, hi, guys! Talking, laughing, and both of her teammates were walking their bikes. And I just, I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. Like... She is really amazing. Yeah. It is true. Really and is. I don't... I believe she walked a little bit of it. I do not believe she walked... I believe she walked <laughs> She didn't walk as much as we did. Hell yeah, I don't no. think so. Hell no. But, like, no. Th- I mean, there was a couple t- teams that, like, biked, p- that pedaled past us, and it was just, like... Yeah. Also, one of the teams was like, oh, you're almost there, which I just kind of want to push ever, them off the side No, they of the don't boat. know shit. And I don't even let that touch me. It didn't touch me, but I was kind of like, you should know better, young I man. I don't let anybody talk to me about how far it is to go, ever. Um, I live with horse blinders on now. Yeah. No one can fucking tell me how far away I am. So we get to the top of the climb, and we're into town, um, which is like a nice period, at the end of this Hill sentence. I, admittedly, because you and Mika were very much like, yeah, we're in town! And I was like, I totally did not, like, uh, I did not turn off, like, panic mode or whatever. Really? Yeah, I didn't, like, because yeah, I knew mean, still that. Had some on 221 stuff. I could tell that you were, like, Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, and I was just, like, staying in it because I was, like, if I let it go, it's going to be hard to, like, get back into that mode. So, okay. we, like, went through Main Street through Blowing Rock, and then we got to 221. I had one of those moments through Main Street where I was, like, watching, like, dads in Buffalo Plaid hold babies and, like, hold pumpkins and, like, drink lattes, and I was just, like, you don't know what it's like out there. <laughs> Just feet away from you. from the wilderness. Just feet away from you is excessive pain and despair. And here you are with your fucking latte. I remember we were sitting next to cars at a light in town and it felt very like, are you there? I felt like if cars came near me or if a car did anything stupid, I was seriously just going to ride my whole fucking body into the side of their car and be like, fuck with me! (laughs) Fuck with me! Come at me, bro. Come at me! Do you know what I'm doing? I was just, like, so twitchy where I was just, like, I was keeping one hand out for a minute. Oh, yeah, I remember you To just, that. like, be like, this is how much space I get, and yeah. if you come closer to me, I will wig out on you. And everybody was fine. Mostly. Yeah. Um, but we get out of town, and then uh, we take 221 out of town, and that was an- that was a also climb. a not flat road. A climb. It was a and hot, it was getting exposed hot again. climb. Um, so we are on 221 for... A while, and it was one of those things where you're we like, I don't remember this being a downhill, downhill I, I do, I absolutely do. Um, and so we're doing this climb out. We took a break in the shade as we were making. We had climb to. Out. Our brains were going to explode. Yeah, um, and it was one of those things. I can't remember. I think it was at the top of the climb, maybe, or in main in Main Street in town. But I remember saying something to the effect of like, "We are not in the home stretch." Like, yeah. we don't like. And I was saying yeah, it just did. as much like, for myself you too. You said we might have three more hours to go. Yeah, and we I probably almost did. Yeah, because it was like, all right, we can't. Because I don't know about you, but when I get towards the end, I'm like, I don't need to hydrate anymore if I don't feel like it. I don't, I don't know. need to eat anymore. No, no. If I knew better too. than to let myself bonk. Yeah. I was eating a Swedish fish every sixty seconds. <laughs> so it was so. We took a minute to like kind of regroup because I think we had a little bit of like out of town and then it was like, oh no, it completely got kicked in the face. Um, But we came back the way we uh, had come originally, which was where the prologue was. um, Which luckily, you at one point had said, like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so far to this checkpoint because Mm -hmm. you thought we were going back to ski Mm mountain. I was like, oh no, we're going to where the prologue were. And I think that was a relief. Maybe not. No, you didn't. It felt long as fuck. No, I hated it. Really, I didn't think it was that bad. Cause remember we went back onto the Blue Ridge Parkway. Yeah, that felt and We long. got to go back it felt up long. there. So we got to go uh, checkpoint twenty three, and uh, no navigation or anything tricky there. Um, headed out of there, and the when we got punched for check the last checkpoint or not checkpoint the last checkpoint checkpoint twenty three I think it was twenty three. Um, they were like, "It's all downhill from here," which is every aid station. Sh- shitty thing that another, they like to yeah, say. Yeah, another thing also, where I was just like, la, 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 la. Also, no. I think we have the added baggage of, like, that's one of Laz's favorite things to say. Oh, it yeah. It's all downhill from here, meaning one, everything one gets worse ago. from here. Yeah. Um, but, it, it really turns was. out, it was all physically, uh, downhill from there. such a glorious relief. And so we had, uh just this long descent back to the beginning in boone Mm -hmm. with a checkpoint that was like on the main road descent stretch which was so fun and as we were getting checkpoint 24 another team came up and got uh the checkpoint and we ended up following them into town so Mm -hmm. we were on a road not a jeep road and we just like kicked it into gear like i I can't believe it. Just seemed like the fun thing to do. No, I don't, it was I don't great. think you or Mika got sled dogged. It was just like no. I wish we had stayed together tighter because that's the sheepdog in me when it comes to bike racing, like get in a fucking pace line. Yeah. But yeah, we bombed. It was fun. Yeah, and I had because I I think I looked behind me like once or twice and then was like, if I do that again, I'm going to eat shit. I was so glad I'm just gonna go, and I heard you holler. You would holler like we're here, we're here, on, we're on. On. Um, so we're like quote unquote racing behind this other team I think it was the goals team in the blue jersey Mm -hmm. that we ended up following and you know granted they had cleared the course so it's like and he dropped it down into some crazy gear and fucking locked it out and then just pedaled like like the actual end of a real cross country mountain bike race and I was just like this is what we're doing. This is what I know, we're fucking like, doing. You are feeling it. Like, oh, the I love just behind me, like, oh, yeah. I really am just screaming. I'm just screaming, yeah. And then we make it to this turn, and there are cars coming towards us. Because now we're in Boone. We are like so. In, there's six in town. of us making a left turn with cars coming at us, and I just thought we can't split up from these people. So I just screamed, all in, go, 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 and we make the left. Which, later on, this team laughed about it and was like, when I heard you say, all in, go, 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 I was like, we're racing. (laughs) So we get the last checkpoint that's, like, under... It was, like, the only way to get under the main highway through town and continue to blaze towards the finish line. We ended up having to stop at a light, and the goals team that we had been following ended up being able to make it through. Mm -hmm. But we took a minute, and we're like... We just stood there, and we're like, yeah, 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 yeah! Yeah. And then we do this last street crossing... Go to the finish line. Almost going at the wrong way. Almost going the wrong way. Um, but cross the finish line, get off of our bikes, embrace, and all cry. It was great. It was, it, it was magnificent. It was. Like, and I, like, Mika cried like it was the end of her first 100-miler, yeah. which, I mean. Who wouldn't? I mean, who wouldn't? She, I, uh, I feel like we didn't say enough how important Mika was to this weekend, and, like, she showed up mm-hmm. to race with two strangers mm-hmm. for something more than twice as long as she's ever done. Right. We ended up doing a hundred and twenty seven miles, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, between biking and paddling and everything, but like she was a fearless, no whiner, workhorse who had fun and pushed. I cannot say. I cannot say enough good things about her as an athlete and as a human being. We. Couldn't have known even we wouldn't have known what to ask for. No, but she was she was exactly it. everything that we she needed was, for the weekend. She was the right speed for us. She was the right toughness. She was the right everything. If somebody hit like, I just I can't imagine it would have worked out better than and this. And I can't believe I can't believe it worked. It worked. Yeah. And um, she said that finishing the race was empowering with for her. Which fuck yeah, better because fuck yeah. oh my man, like if. This whole endurance shtick thing that we do isn't about, like, finding out that you are more yeah. than you thought you yeah. could do, then yeah. I don't know what it is, but, uh, yeah, it was an incredible finish, and it, it did feel emotional, because it was, it was, I, like, I think everybody had their own thing that they pushed through. Like, for me, it oh, was yeah. like, uh, you know, I can't mountain bike uphill, or I can't mm-hmm. bike uphill, and then mm-hmm. to be like, we did, we ended up doing 12,000 feet of gain, 127 miles, mm-hmm. like, Holy shit. That's Leadville 100. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's intense. So we ended up with third uh, female team overall, which is amazing. And we'd also like to thank uh, Andy Bacon of Adventure Race Race Co-op for um, bestowing upon us a very bizarre and delightful award of the Greenhorn Award, which is a paper mache unicorn that you get to sign your name on. Uh, this is just indicative of what kind of community adventure racing really is, which is a place where everyone is invited, and if you don't know about it, we'll tell you about it, and if you can't get there, we'll show you how to get there. It- and I keep feeling like we get shown all these different like shades of culture within each one of these different races, and like each one has their each unique thing that they bring, and in particular, I think for the advent- adventure racing community, is they're not just welcoming, they are like proactively they're like here's a here's the foothold Yes. step into my hands like there were so many people that helped make this possible so like Laura giving us advice Stephanie Ross and the other people of like women of AR doing the women's scholarship so that we could be there them doing special call outs for the female teams that were there Um, Andy Bacon giving us a Greenhorn Award Mark Latanzi like previous to this like reaching out uh, Mm -hmm. after our performance at No Sleep like Mm -hmm. just people really want us to be there and you yeah. know, I feel like maybe the ultra running community could take a page out of that book to, yeah, uh, not just the the freebie but to make sure that it's a welcoming space yeah. for women. So, um, women hey, that are listening, come adventure race. It's a long table, and there's a spot for you at it. Yeah, if you have a long table, invite more people to it. We're inviting you to it, especially um, women. Yeah, so uh, more adventure racing stuff to come. We just had such. We had such a good an time, incredibly good time, and I can't wait for the next one. I I'm I'm thrilled. Adventure racing is definitely my thing. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. I'm so, so much glad fun. it didn't break me.
1: <laughs> uh, it did. I think um, it healed you a bit. It did.
0: It, it very much emotionally healed me. Um, and just like most of the other events that we've had recently, I feel like we could have like a whole other episode of like side stories that we could tell, mm-hmm. and just like bizarre things that happened mm-hmm. or fun things that we saw. But. Um, yeah, that's our re- race cap for nationals. We are the, th- we are Burf Barf, the third best female. <laughs> team in the nation in the, in the nation that's how i see it <laughs> that's how i um, see it too oh we should give a shout out to you, to fragile flowers and chick points yes. and three bike moms yes. our other uh teams in the female category yes. like whole, uh, so cool way to show us how it's you. done very cool reading your post race reports and seeing your pictures and just feeling like really unified by all of the struggles that women feel in endurance sports absolutely but uh until next time we are Burf barf